In the name of Jesus, amen. Capital D period, lowercase v period. D-V. One of my professors in seminary used to write that in correspondence or on a syllabus telling us when things were going to happen. So it would say, for our last class, April 6th, we will gather DV for the final exam. It stands for Deo Valente, Latin for God willing. And once upon a time was standard fare, especially among churchy folk, and most especially in official church correspondence. The impetus for that, that DV came from scriptures like James chapter 4. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. And now, now DV has, has mostly fallen out of use. Back in seminary, I had to look it up. What does that mean? And my guess is that it's falling out of use had something to do with people's lives and schedules becoming, uh, well, uh, a more count honorable. You know, the same phrase, minus the fancy Latin, a God willing and the creek don't rise. That wasn't always just a folksy quip, you might say, in response to somebody else's see you next week. No, once upon a time was a very serious sentiment expressed by people without flood insurance and Corps of Engineer levies, whose whole ability to travel, perhaps whose whole livelihood depended on the creek not rising. But in the 21st century, things are generally a lot more plantable, a lot less misty to play on James' language. I mean, really, Professor, what could possibly happen between now and the end of the term that would keep us from gathering for the final exam? For a while back then, I actually wrote DV on emails and such, but if I'm honest, that was more me trying to make people think I knew Latin. More that than a pious recognition, a la St. James, that my future, that our todays and tomorrows are not in our hands and that we're a lot more passive about things than we think we are. DV. Did kind of fall out of use there for a while, but you know, it just might be making a comeback in the weeks and months ahead. A couple of months ago, I would not it would not have occurred to me to plop a DV on the end of a statement like, sure, hon, I'll stop at Walmart and pick up some toilet paper. <laughs> but now we're a little different. Today, a DV, along with a fervent prayer that they at least have two-ply, <laughs> well, that makes all the sense in the world. And that's just a very trivial example. Looking back a few months, not all things to which we now see a DV should have been attached are so trivial. Going to school, well, Deo Valente. Going to work or having a work to go to, well, Deo Valente. Our last semester of high school is going to be great. I cannot wait to walk the lawn. 
Well, Deo Valente. Don't worry, hon. I'll be right there with you for the whole surgery before you go in. When you come back, no matter what happens, I'll be holding your hand to the end. Well, Deo Valente, about all of that and a lot of other not trivial stuff. All the stuff about which we are a lot more passive than maybe we thought we were a few months ago. You know, this Sunday is called Palm or or Passion Sunday. Uh, Some churches do one or the other here at at Emmanuel. We kind of call it both. It's Palm and Passion Sunday. And the Palm part, that's easy to get. On this Palm Sunday, we remember the day that Jesus was welcomed into Jerusalem with the waving of palms, just like we always, scratch that, usually Deo Valente, process with our own palms waving. But the Passion Sunday, that's a little more difficult to get. Passion as in the passion of our Lord, what we call that long reading. Now, when you first hear the word passion just somewhere else, you might, if you're a visual person, think of the cover of some romance paperback with Fabio on the front. (laughs) It's romance. Passion. Maybe the less visual, this, oh, that's something, something about love. And while the love part is not completely off, a passion, as in Passion Sunday or Passion of Our Lord, is something else. In fact, the word passion actually entered into the Old English a thousand years ago to describe that very long reading as the passion of our Lord. And that passion is related to the word passive. A passion is something you undergo. Something that happens to you. Something you don't have a say in actively. That you don't ask for, but receive. Now, the mystery is deep, but in suffering through that long reading, suffering is another word, which means something you undergo. Suffering through that long passion reading from Matthew, you cannot help but see how passive Jesus is through the whole thing. At least that's what I noticed this year, how everything just happens to him, silent as he's accused. He's passed from one hand to another, handed off from governor to soldier to soldier. He suffers a robe he did not choose. He suffers to be stripped. He suffers the nails and a drink he did not request. A placard he can't even look at. Receives the ridicules. The only word he utters, one that bespeaks a passion. My God, why have you forsaken? Why have you let this be done to me? Again, the mystery is deep. Talking about the Son of God here, after all. And you've probably heard the story a hundred times, but we today, Perhaps because we've been forced to be more passive than usual lately, today we see how passively Jesus goes through it all. How passionate in the original sense he is. A minute ago I made a little joke about toilet paper at Walmart. 
But you know, one of the things more seriously that I noticed about myself noticing some of the empty shelves there is just how uneasy it made me feel, like like too uneasy, more than, than it should. And thought to myself, even there, why is that? And in a moment of mid-Walmart mindfulness, I concluded it was that visual. Those empty shelves forcing upon me the realization that my will might not be done. Here in terms of something as simple as not getting something from the store when I willed it, when I wanted it. It was the same thing when they didn't have carrots at Wegmans yesterday. Suddenly, I wanted them, I willed them even more. Because it makes me, makes us think about something I usually don't like to think about. None of us do. About how not in control we are. Toilet paper, baby carrots, and everything else. So the deeper reason the DV has fallen out of use, perhaps, Not just because we usually can plan stuff out and get one of 30 different kinds of toilet paper. But the deeper reason is because we really don't like the reminder of all the things, much more significant than paper products, virus or not, that are not subject to a mio valente. All the stuff that might have folks saying things like, I didn't choose this life. I never thought things would turn out like this. How come I didn't get a say in this? Frankly, and all the despairs and sicknesses and others letting us down that we don't get a say in. And finally, the death we shall suffer about the circumstances or timing of which We will not be consulted. Deo Valente. Again, we did not read the whole Passion reading this year as we usually do. But if we had, you would have heard the most important Deo Valente ever spoken. Jesus praying in the garden. Disciples overcome by sleep, betrayer on his way. My Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus, Deo Valente. Father, your will be done. (laughs) And when it comes right down to it, it's because of that Deo Valente, Jesus, God's will be done, that we can say ours and be all right with it. For Jesus' whole life, his whole suffering, his whole death, it's one gigantic grace, forgiveness, and mercy fulfilled, Deo Valente, God's will being done. You can say God willing because you know what God has willed and has done for you already. Because you know his passion. That's what this Passion Sunday, this Holy Week we enter into, lifts up for you and all the world to see. How he suffered, Jesus suffered the handoffs and the taunts and the nails and the spears, all the sickness and despair and dying and death. Jesus has met all those things for you because God willed it. Because God wanted it. Because God wants you now and forever to be his very own.
and when you are God's very own. And anyone watching or listening to this right now who might have any doubts, you are God's very own. And when you are God's very own, when you know that you are the first and last thing God wants, God wills, well, then a Deo Valente tacked onto everything, whether you get two ply, whether you get another day, when you know you are God's very own, Deo Valente tacked onto everything, well, we can handle that. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.